0: Listen up, you waste 261 days a year when you wait for the weekend to have fun. I'm your host, Jenna Palak, and on my podcast, Fun on Weekdays, you can expect me to have honest, vulnerable, and sometimes not so fun conversations about what it means to balance the relationships in our lives. When you stop waiting for the weekend to have fun, you maximize every day of your life. Fun means something different to each of us. That's why I'll have guests from different work industries to share the highs and lows of their careers while making time for fun and what it means to them. We all work different jobs and have different schedules, but I think we can all agree on the importance of finding little moments in every single day to have fun and find fulfillment in our lives outside of our careers. Tune in to Fun on Weekdays podcast every Tuesday to hear from myself and others who believe that weekdays can be just as fun, if not more, than the weekends if you make them now who's ready to have some fun one two three cheers
1: Woo! cheers everybody <laughs> welcome back to fun on weekends my name is connor <laughs> here's my co-host genevieve palak <laughs>
0: Good to be back. Uh, yeah, good to be back for what, how many times is this now that you've been on the podcast?
1: Um, third third time back here, I think.
0: I think third time officially that other people are going to be able to hear it, but I think technically this is our fifth time recording.
1: No, I think sixth. Didn't we Eight. do it four times the, the first time? You're recording?
0: right, you're right. We've talked about this in the other episodes that we've done, but uh, this is the third official time Connor's on the podcast and the first official time In the new office and my first guest. How does it feel? New microphones, new setup?
1: Crazy. It's just crazy how this has evolved to. I think the first time we recorded was on your bed at your old apartment. (laughs) And then we did it on my floor. um, And then we did it on my couch. On the couch. And then now we're in like a full little studio here. So it's exciting. Also, sorry for anyone watching. I just want to say I just worked out. Jenna got a chemical peel. So I feel like, you know, we're probably <laughs> looking a bit different. Hey. Um, I, I know a lot of people give me crap for wearing a hat all the time. And uh, just will you admit that I haven't worn the hat much lately? Because I got a haircut a couple months ago. It has reached the length now where it's like, you know, it's kind of that in-between length where it's a little awkward. So I do need to get another haircut. So that's I kind like of my it. current, I love current the phase at. of hair. So that's why we have the the Luigi hat back on. But... Well, um, first
0: of all, my chemical peel, my skin is flaking off all around my mouth and my chin. I got a chemical peel like three days ago, and I'm looking like a snake these days. But I didn't think I looked that bad for you to call me out.
1: Well, I wasn't <laughs> calling you out. I was just saying, you know, you know, for those watching, I'm just okay. giving a little warning. You look amazing.
0: Thank you. So, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, see yeah. a little dandruff on my face, you know what it is. It's just some chemicals peeling off. <laughs> And I like your hair when it gets long enough for, like, the curls behind the hat. I think that's mm. a very common thing that girls like.
1: I think more so the issue is I haven't washed it in two days, so. Mm.
0: And when you do wash it, it's with conditioner only. This guy does not use shampoo. Okay, all right.
1: right. We're Well, I guess we're diving right in here. <laughs> this isn't even the top of the episode, but I have talked to multiple hairstylists, and I tell them that, hey, I haven't shampooed my hair in years.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't agree and with if for that. everyone
1: listening and watching it has been years now do I have luscious hair <laughs> you like my hair right I do so I, I feel say, like I'm doing something right you know you are because I you know it's it's very hair dependent some people have curly kind of like thin hair that well I guess I don't have thin hair but like I do it's very brittle yeah. I guess and so if I shampoo it it gets so dried out and even if you shampoo and condition it's still like it gets like poofy so for wow. me, the only way to do it is the condition. And then <laughs> I think, no, but a lot of people don't realize that like you don't, I feel like you don't need to shampoo. Even if you're working out and stuff, it's just like you keep the natural oils in your hair.
0: Oh, is that what that smell is?
1: <laughs> no, that's, the, I, I just worked out. So I'm that's kidding. Sat in the sauna for a bit.
0: Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of secretion. Yeah. Okay. So you guys, Connor is my... Favorite person. He's my boyfriend.
1: You're, I'm your favorite person? You are. Good. Wow.
0: You are. Good to Mom know. Mom and dad, they're up there too. And, and Cindy and Aaron, you, okay, you're my fifth favorite person. What? Well, my family comes first. Okay. But then you're next. But I feel
1: like it's kind of like a bucket, you know? There's like a top tier bucket.
0: Okay. Yeah, but. yeah, you're in the top tier bucket for sure.
1: Okay, well, you just ranked me fifth.
0: Well, So. in the top tier bucket. But in all of the buckets, mm-hmm. you're, you're top. Okay, so Connor is my boyfriend. Okay. Well, you been... just
1: built me up and knocked me down a bit. So, was...
0: well, let me let me build you up again. Okay, let me build you up again. Connor and I met about I don't two years ago, fall twenty twenty. Uh, we both moved to Austin at the same time. We've talked about how we've met multiple times, but I think it really relates to today's episode, which is going to be about relationships while you're working and trying to like pursue your career and be successful, but also trying to manage time with a significant other or Mm -hmm. pursuing dating. Um, So we met in fall 2020 and ever since then my life has changed for the better. And I feel as Mm. though, Oh, that was sweet of me. And I feel (laughs) as though I've finally met someone that has the same kind of work ethic as myself. And I think that's really, really great to be around and to be in a relationship with somebody who is also very career driven but I also do think on the flip side of that, it can cause a lot of tension in relationships and cause can cause like, you know, you to not be able to focus specifically on your relationship because you are putting a lot of your time and energy towards your career as well. So I thought Connor would be the perfect person to talk about how to make a relationship work when you're working.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: So Connor, take it away. <laughs> you said you had something that you wanted to share about how we met.
1: Well, no, so, I mean, obviously there's the story about how we met, so I I think before we get into that, I do think it is important just in, like, the broader topic of, you know, like, people doing kind of their own thing in relationships and, like, figuring out um, kind of how your lives fit together and stuff. I think how you, like, meet people that you want to date or be with is very important to, like, how that ultimately plays out. And so I think before when we were talking about this episode, this was like a month ago and we were probably originally going to film this or like a couple weeks ago. And we were like looking up some statistics of dating and things like oh, yeah. that. And one of them that I found really interesting was that it's like less than 10% of people meet someone that they're going to be in a relationship while they're out.
0: In a bar setting. At a bar
1: setting. And I just find that really interesting because I think a lot of people go out with the intention of like finding someone.
0: Yeah. Or at least finding someone for the night, like to flirt with (laughs) free drinks. And then like, you think that, you know, you're on a high kind of maybe after that night and you kind of romanticize that in your mind.
1: True. But then I also feel like a lot of people our age complain about how they don't, can't find the right people. The guys are dicks or like (laughs) the opposite way around about girls. Um, The girls are the P word. No, oh, no, I no thought no you meant no. The no no like guy, guys are like jerks. Oh okay or <laughs> like the other way around for girls, and then um, just like how they can't find somebody and it's like the end of the world or it's like there's no one out there for them. Mm-hmm. But I encourage people to like think about where you're looking to find people that you're wanting to date or like, you know, just like think about the things that you enjoy doing. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in a different episode. Yeah, but we like, have
0: in our relationship advice. I don't yeah. know why we were giving relationship advice because we are definitely not experts.
1: No, and- no, I know that. I, I was going to follow it <laughs> up with that. But I, I do, to me, that statistic was so interesting because I think a lot of people, especially our age, going out is like a common thing that they do and it becomes such a big part of your social life. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes that's like not where you're going to actually meet someone that you're going to date or be with maybe you'll find someone for a fun night or two. I don't know. But long term, like that's probably not the place you're going to find someone. So I would encourage people to like, think about that. Like if work is something that's really important to you, don't, I'm not necessarily (laughs) telling you to like go to work and like, think of it as like a a dating app. Right. But like, you (laughs) you know, just like rethink your philosophy on dating. Don't just go out to meet someone Maybe you will find someone, but like maybe in different areas of your life, think about that and like how it fits in. But mm-hmm. so like how we met, Jenna DMs me on LinkedIn. Yep,
0: yeah. this story will be run do, to the do ground. You wanna,
1: do you want to tell the the story of it? Maybe we can like tell this story and just that'll be you know that'll just we never have it. to like bring it up again. Okay, well yeah.
0: there are a lot of new people that listen to my mm-hmm. podcast, and I get this question continuously actually more recently than ever, a lot of people are like, how did, how did you guys actually ever end up together? And my response was, well, we started hanging out and he finally realized that I was awesome and the the rest (laughs) is history. But I messaged Connor on LinkedIn when he was fresh off the bachelorette. I actually remember when reality Steve came out with all of the contestants for Hannah Brown's season. And I remember seeing you and I liked that your Instagram name was con sail away because your last name is Saley, and I just thought it was very witty and punny and I like that.
1: Do you do you know the song? Yeah. Consella away, away. Can't
0: Can't sail, away. Can't sail, sail away with me. We could have harmonized that.
1: We, yeah. <laughs> you know the reason I like that song there used to be this um it was like American Idol but for um a cappella groups. Okay. And there was this That's one That's Glee. No, 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 it wasn't it wasn't glee. <laughs> but I uh I forget I forget what the it's show perfect. was. Nope. No, oh. I mean, you would love this show that I'm talking about. It was amazing. They only had it for like two seasons, but I think there was this group called the Beazzle Bups or something okay. from some college and they sang that song and I like forever loved it. And I think that's when I made it my Instagram name. Well, so credit to that show.
0: Yeah. Thanks to them because it got mm-hmm. my attention for sure. Since we are talking about work in today's episode, I have been putting in the freaking work for you guys on my landing page at Macy's. It is Macy's.com forward slash FOW. Last night, I was home until staying up at like 2 (laughs) a.m. on my computer. And I think I added about like at least 20 new things to my landing page. I just started going down a loophole because I kept finding more and more cute stuff. And a lot of it was also on sale because it's like end of summer, starting to get into that fall time. But here in Texas, it is summer year-round, basically. So this is your reminder. Go check out my landing page. Like I said, Macy's.com forward slash FOW. And thank you so much to Macy's for sponsoring Fun on Weekday's podcast. After the show, um, I really liked that I followed your story with your job, which was that you worked at Goldman Sachs, you quit right before the show, and then you ended up getting casted for the show. And then it all worked out in the fact that you had started to start your own business right as you got casted. And then after that, you went on to form Sale Wellness. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? You did. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Got it. Sale Wellness. And I just really liked your personality on the show. And I connected with you on LinkedIn. He accepted my connection request. And I was about dying that day. I was like, oh my God, Connor Staley liked my, or he accepted (laughs) me on LinkedIn. So naturally I messaged him. It was 4th of July. And so I used the holiday as an excuse to message him. Just like most people do when they're, it's like when you're messaging your ex on like their birthday or some random holiday, you're like, Hey, like, hope you're doing well. I used that same thing for Connor (laughs) on 4th of July. And I straight up said, Hey Connor, thanks for accepting my connection. Happy 4th of July. And then he didn't respond, but Obviously he didn't because what are you supposed to say to that? Happy 4th of July to you too. Like, so no hard feelings that he didn't respond. And then a couple weeks later I made fun of myself. Like you have to admit that was a good attempt. Didn't respond. I have posted the screenshots of this conversation so many times and I just own it because now I think it's hilarious to look (laughs) back on like where we started. But the last message I sent was Connor someday you'll regret this when I'm a millionaire. And, It's funny now because like, obviously you, knowing you, you would never, ever, ever care if I was a millionaire or not. You would never give me time of day just because of that. Um, and I, that's one of the things that I love about you the most is that you don't care about that kind of stuff, but you do Mm -hmm. care about the work ethic. And so a couple years, about a year passes. Right. And then we both moved to Austin around the same time. You moved like two months after me and I knew, Austin's a pretty small city. Like the odds that I'm going to run into him at some place somewhere are pretty high, I feel like. And so I made a TikTok kind of making fun of myself and making fun of the fact that Connor never replied. Connor saw it and then eventually one day he followed me back. And I think it was after I made a video about my job and I had been working at TikTok at the time. And then you messaged me on TikTok, TikTok DMs and said, want to go for a run after work today? And I- was like, absolutely not. I don't want to run. I don't run. But well, I went straight to my closet and I put on like 50 different workout outfits that I had. And I pretended like I ran. It, but we ended up going on like a super, super long walk around Ladybird Lake and became friends. And
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we ran for for like a minute or two. We did. Yeah.
0: I remember thinking to myself, you're like, all right, you want to like pick it up? And he's <laughs> trying to talk to me while we're running. And mind you, I can't run for maybe more than like three four minutes especially in texas it's so freaking hot and all i kept thinking to myself was like don't stop don't stop until he stops because i was just embarrassed because i felt like i was so out of shape compared to you but anyways the rest is history he asked me yeah. to go on a walk we, we became friends mm-hmm. and then we lost touch and we've said this multiple times but at the time that i'd first moved to austin i had been going out a lot i was friends with maybe like different people than i am right now and so all of the times that I would invite you to come out, I was inviting you to a setting that you don't prefer to hang out in. And I don't think it was anything personal against me. I mean, don't want to put words in your mouth or anything, but.
1: Yeah, no. Well, I, I think um, even like going back just from my perspective with like the LinkedIn DMs and everything, I think. <laughs> God, I'm so I, embarrassed. I feel like um, it's like an interesting story now how it's kind of come full circle. But I think in the moment for me, obviously, I like I read those. I I don't specifically remember seeing, like, those messages, but I know that I, like, read them probably in the moment because I, like, open pretty much every message. Um, Big LinkedIn guy here. But I think at that point in my life, like, anyone that's been on the show before, you're just kind of, like, overwhelmed and, like, flooded with a lot of just, like, people messaging you and stuff. It's, like, very overwhelming. Like, you know me now. Yeah. That stuff stresses me out, and so I feel like you see it, but I'm, like, not the most in-touch person with, like, social media in my phone. So I kind of just, like, put it down, or I see it, and then I go to the next one. It was, like, that type of situation. So don't want you to take it personally. Oh, it's okay. I wasn't ignoring you. No. But, yeah, I remember, I think, moving here, and I didn't really know anyone here besides Mike Johnson, and I think maybe, like, a couple people from college. But um, I remember seeing whatever tiktok video you made i think it was with sarah or someone yeah,
0: sarah elizabeth i was just at her bachelorette yeah. party
1: and then i remember being tagged in it i was like okay who who is this girl and then she's
0: kind of cute i think i think i remember
1: like looking through probably your tiktok profile and i saw like kind of like the interesting story of how you started to work at tiktok with like the resume and everything i was like oh this is like really like cool and interesting like not something you see every yeah. day right and so I I think that's what probably like intrigued me and just I knew that you were like very business oriented and driven and kind of had like a different way of thinking about stuff mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then I feel like I moved here was like looking for people to kind of like connect with and then I remember going on the walk yeah and I've, I feel like you were wearing like a blue like a light blue workout set
0: I was it was a mm-hmm. teal blue razorback sports bra from Target and the fabric of it shows your sweat so badly. And I remember mm. getting home and just looking in the mirror and my entire, like everything but my nipples <laughs> were wet around <laughs> and it just looked so, I was so embarrassed and I was like, mm. oh my God, he saw me like that. And I remember when he came to my apartment, cause he walked over to meet me, he was messaging me on TikTok DMs he's like, Hey, I'm here. And I'm like, can I just give him my number? Like, this is so weird.
1: See, here's, here's, here's the thing. I I do have, this is like even the case nowadays. now
0: it is you have to get, you have to earn the phone uh, number.
1: Anyone that is and no offense to anyone that has given me their number in the last like year, I probably didn't save it. <laughs> like I, I'm not, sure. I got a text today from somebody mm-hmm. and it was like, Hey, when do you like normally go work out? Assuming it's some guy I met who I said like, Hey, come work out with me. I have no idea who it is and my texts delete after 30 days so I have to go to my computer later tonight to find out who who it was that texted me so I can figure that out but I don't know to me it's just almost easier to like do it because there's already a face there I don't have to make a contact yeah you know there's already like context to that conversation but I guess flash forwarding to what you're saying with we kind of like lost touch for a bit and I Mm -hmm. I think it is true because and you know me now like going out drinking like all that stuff isn't necessarily what I want to do or like what Mm -hmm. excites me and I think you like your friends and like the people you're hanging out with like like to do that on the weekends which is totally understandable that's like what Mm -hmm. most people in their 20s probably like to do and so I felt like when you were inviting me to do things that's probably why I said no most of the time I know the first time we hung out after that walk was like going out yeah. and it took me like three days to recover after that night. Oh my God. Honestly. That night um, is
0: a whole story in itself. A whole story in itself.
1: It is. But yeah, I think, I think that's probably kind of how we like lost touch. And I was trying to like integrate a little bit more into Austin and kind of do the things that like really fulfilled me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you were kind of like doing your thing too, but eventually obviously like reconnected. And I think, the reconnection kind of happened a little bit because of different, like, business things that were going on in our life, which, um, I think some people might view that as, like, a bad thing, and maybe that, I mean, I think maybe that's, like, more personally, because, like, for sure, I don't think anyone wants their relationship just to be based on, like, business, right? right, nor do we, um, but I think it was something that we were able to connect on, And help each other out with initially. And I think both of us maybe seeing those like more business oriented sides of each other helped us kind of like grow more in the relationship aspect Mm -hmm. and turn it into what it is.
0: Yeah, definitely. So basically, last year in the spring, like very beginning of last year. I remember I was going to Pavement. It's this thrift store in Austin. And I got a call from Connor. And it was the most out of the blue call ever. Because like I said, we kind of lost touch for a little bit. I mean, we never texted unless it was like me inviting him somewhere and him saying, oh, what are you doing? And then I'd never hear back.
1: But, and it's funny because I actually <laughs> feel like I would call or text you about relationship advice with other people too, oh, actually. always. And it pissed,
0: it pissed me off so much. I'm like, <laughs> everything that he says that he wants in a girl, like it's literally me. And all I have to do is just one day he's going to realize it, but like he needs to realize it by just spending more time with me. And I think also too, looking back, we had different schedules because you were doing your own thing. You were starting your own business. So during the day you can have a pretty like flexible schedule. And when I was working at TikTok, I couldn't do anything until five o'clock. And I remember there were days that you would ask me to like go work out or go do things. And I just, I simply couldn't do it. And so the Mm -hmm. time that I did have off was on the weekends. And when I'm spending the whole weekend going out, there just wasn't a whole lot of time for us to actually do other things that we that you would have enjoyed a little bit more. That we would have gotten to know each other. But
1: and then you decided you wanted to start having fun on weekdays and then <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: Well, then I realized that you can have fun <laughs> on weekdays without going out and I realized that I just felt a lot better and a lot healthier. But so he called me one day and he was just asking me a bunch of questions. He was kind of like talking to me a little bit about Waterboy and at the time I had been I had just signed to our management agency. And so I had just started doing more like paid partnerships for TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And I had no idea. Like I didn't have any friends in social media that knew anything about it. And Connor did. So I feel like for me, I went to Connor about partnership type stuff and like ads and those kind of questions. And he came to me with questions about like TikTok marketing and doing advertising and just questions about like creative ideas and stuff. And I think we were able to bounce off of each other and it was like attractive to meet somebody that was also interested in those types of things because I don't think it's common to really find somebody that's like as excited about work stuff. And so I think our friendship really started to be formed around work. Would you agree with that?
1: I do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I got a little sidetracked looking at your white new white brick wall that you painted
0: (laughs) I don't want to talk about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) honestly it doesn't look bad now.
0: I know it it looks a little bit better today
1: yeah I think it looks better but um but yeah no I think um, like it was just nice to be able to like talk about that different stuff and like maybe frustrations or things that other people we were surrounded with couldn't necessarily relate to Mm -hmm. I think that was like an easy thing for us to connect on and and talk about and like give advice and work through which um you know I found like really nice and helpful to have that in my life and then I think that kind of grew to like oh let's you know go paddle boarding or let's do this or, or <laughs> well, whatever like come e- to this concert or things like that and then um
0: yeah a lot of it actually like a lot of the times that we hung out we were helping each other do each other's ads like mm-hmm. there was a day that Connor texted me and said hey you want to go work out Let's, for, let's film a YouTube video. I had no idea this guy was filming an ad for, like, <laughs> weights. So I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, he wants whoa, to work out whoa, with me. I feel, like,
1: I feel like I gave you a little, like, heads up on that one.
0: I did. Once I got there and we started really filming the weights, I was like, that, yeah, we're filming mm-hmm. an ad right now. Um, but we did that, and there were days that I had an ad for Yelp, and mm-hmm. we, went, we went around Austin. There were actually that two times. Fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like work actually really brought us together, and that's how we kind of – grew together and started dating eventually for
1: sure. and it's funny because I think now even still maybe more so for me than you because you're you're a lot better at like social media and like making videos and stuff but I think TikTok and like Doing the more social media things are more fun when it's with you for me
0: that was sweet um
1: so that's probably why you see Jen in pretty much every video that i i (laughs) post because honestly i just don't really like want to do it if it's uh not with her but
0: that was so sweet (laughs) i feel so special right now (laughs) so i think not only is it a good thing that it brought us together but now that we are together i will say and like we'll both openly admit that work has been a thing that can also really put a strain on your relationship because when your relationship is built on the foundation of like your jobs and that's all you talk about and you're constantly stressed and like tired, Mm -hmm. then work can be something that actually tears you guys apart almost and doesn't allow you to like really be in the Mm -hmm. moment and get to know more about them other than like what they do day to day with their job.
1: For sure. And I think, I think it's just interesting when we met, or I guess when we maybe started to like hanging out more and connecting on the business related stuff, Waterboy was just kind of like in its infancy a little bit. We were just starting it, hadn't even like officially launched it. Mm -hmm. You were just starting to get more into the TikTok stuff. You were still working at TikTok.
0: I hadn't even started the podcast yet. The podcast literally came because you encouraged me to do it actually. Yeah he's like "Mm, I did.
1: Oh so I'm co-host now?
0: Oh you can be co-host. But
1: I I think um, we both weren't like as busy necessarily. I feel like we were kind of just you know like figuring things out a little bit for both the things we were doing. But now I feel like over the last year or so it's evolved into we're both very busy doing different stuff. Like Waterboy's turned into a lot more than honestly I ever thought it would and yeah, so now it's like great. fully running a company um and having like employees now and everything there's like a lot of added stress and like those things and then for you like I mean you have so much more in like the social media plate you're doing events your podcast like everything else mm-hmm. so we're both honestly like 10 times busier and that adds like 10 times more stress um and so I think one thing we would struggled with in the past is like okay you know you go to work you do these things all day and then you come home and I think both of us it's like you want to just chill yeah um and then sometimes when you're just chilling like that can look different for probably the two of us Mm -hmm. and you know for me that might be like watching tv or whatever for you that might be like looking at tiktok or doing those things and then sometimes it's hard to like connect Mm -hmm. um because you're both just so exhausted from the day and so I know we've gone through like times in the past where that's happened and it's like okay how do we maybe like make time dedicated time to actually connect and not just like sit there
0: together in each other's presence
1: presence, yeah but actually like make that meaningful time yeah um I think we've done a much better job probably over the last like month or two
0: yeah definitely Um, I think getting Quincy like added another layer of stress Mm -hmm. because it was like, even in our free time that we did have now we had another stress of like trying to train a puppy. Right. And so all of our energy was being put towards Quincy versus like being put towards each other. And then I think over time we kind of realized that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Had a little bit of a conversation about like making maybe some more intentional time with each other because like you said, we were in each other's presence all the time, but we were never really present with each other and we still struggle with that now. I mean, there's a lot of days that like, I just want to sit on my phone and like read messages and reply to DMs and you want to like do something or vice versa.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is totally, I think that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's like, how can you make time to truly like connect with someone and i think maybe there's like i said before there's like different things that probably both of us value and anyone in a relationship values that is probably different than the other person so like for me it's really important like let's say we're going to dinner or and i'm not saying this is like an issue just just for everyone listening like this is for me it's important like let's say we're going to dinner um you know doing like some sort of romantic date activity it's like okay let's like put our phones away and just be present like doing that thing and um like for me that's like my way to really like connect yeah and be present
0: i will say one of the things that i struggle with when we are doing that and we are being fully present is not talking about work Mm -hmm. because when so much of our relationship was built on talking about work and what we're doing it's really hard for me to just like turn it off and i think for you too like it's easy to get an idea while you're sitting and doing something and you're supposed to be focusing on a conversation, but like you just want to talk about an idea that you have or you just want to complain about something that happened and it's so easy to make the time that you are putting towards each other being talking about work in your career versus talking about each other and like getting to know each other on a deeper level. And I think a lot of people struggle with that, like us included. I'm going to say me included. Do you agree with that?
1: I agree with that, yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Um... And so I guess the the topic of today's episode, which this took a really long time to kind of get into. It did. So today is kind of focused on in your 20s, in your 30s, literally any part of your life, because I think you could argue that at any point of your life, you're always kind of focused on your career because it obviously you need money to do anything. Right. Um, it can be really hard to make a relationship work while you're working and while your energy is focused somewhere else. Mm hmm. So I took to Instagram and I asked on a poll, I said, do you feel like work gets in the way of dating or your relationship? What do you think the majority said?
1: Um, I'm going to say yes. 65% yes.
0: No, you're not close actually. You're wrong. Mm. So 48% said yes. Hmm. Less that less than majority, which is crazy.
1: I mean, I I would say that's kind of 50 50. There's a margin of error.
0: There's a margin of error, I guess. And so it's pretty equal. 52% said not really, which I found really interesting because I feel as though when I wasn't in a relationship, I didn't think that my work had anything to do with me not being in a relationship. Like it was never a point of contention with going on dates or meeting new people. It was just never, it was never an issue. But when we got into a relationship, I do feel like now my work does get in the way of it. And so I'm wondering what percentage of those people that voted are in a relationship and what percent are single. Because I think, Mm. what do you think? I think when you're single and you're trying to get to know people and you're going on dates and stuff, you put your best foot forward and you give them all your time and energy because you want to impress them and you want to give them, you know, all of you to see like Mm -hmm. if it works. And then I think, once you do get into that relationship, you kind of like you got your goal, like you're in a relationship now. So you kind of go back to figuring out now how to balance the relationship with your career and your personal life. When before you were maybe putting dating and those, that person above other things.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. No, that's, that's true. I also think it's probably like somewhat career dependent too. That's true. I would say, your career is a bit different than most other people's where it's or or I would say people that are kind of like running their own business or like things like that because the work day never really ends Mm -hmm. you know like you're probably constantly thinking whereas you know when I worked at Goldman I I I didn't really enjoy it but I made sure that my work-life balance was in check because Mm -hmm. I was like when I leave (laughs) here I'm leaving my work here I'm yeah. going to go home and enjoy myself versus now, even though I can think that there's almost so much more pressure on me to like make it happen in a way. Cause it's kind of like in my, you know, the balls in my court to do that. Right. Um, so I, I do wonder like what different careers people are doing.
0: Yeah. And that's, that. that's a really good segue. Cause I had a lot of people respond to me. I then asked if you do feel like your work, gets in the way of your relationship, how so? And I do agree with you. People who, like, own a business or maybe do something on their own, contracted, whether it's photography or mm. you're an artist or a hairstylist, I think those things, it's hard to kind of turn off. You have a different schedule maybe. But also, people who work in, like, a labor-intensive job or they work in healthcare, right? that can probably really be really hard to turn off just mentally, like, taxing.
1: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Well, yeah, that's, it's interesting too. Cause I guess when you're first starting to date or like go on dates with someone, you don't really see their like work side of them. You more so just see them in like a fun setting and you're like coordinating times to go on a date or hang out versus like maybe once you've been dating for a while or even living together, then it's like, okay, you see, you know, how busy they are when they're free like, what their schedule is, and I think if there's someone that has, like, a normal nine-to-five job that's maybe a bit more regimented, and then Mm -hmm. maybe you have someone that's, like, um, more, like, contractual worker who has to go to events and and stuff, then I think it's, like, it can be tough sometimes because maybe when the nine-to-five person is free, you have to go to an event, and, like, maybe you're a photographer and you have to take photos, or maybe that person's free during the day, but then the other person has a nine-to-five, so then you kind of, like, sometimes your time to actually connect is a lot smaller than maybe it used to be or it, it, it might not even necessarily be smaller but because you're like living together i been dating for a while it might seem smaller
0: yeah definitely so some of the responses that I got was from a girl who has a business she says I have a small business so it's hard to stop working when I'm not working if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Which is exactly what we said like it's hard to turn it off when that is like you're solely responsible for it another girl said We're constantly traveling for work. So it's hard to date or find something meaningful So she's Mm -hmm. not in a relationship right now But because she's spending so much time for work and traveling and trying to progress her career It's hard to find time to find someone that's meaningful Which I think kind of goes back to what you said that like sometimes you find people and it's not going to be like a serious relationship And you can kind of tell that
1: for sure. Yeah. I I think it's an interesting point just because it's like, okay, even if you're traveling or whatever, I think you need to find someone that fits within your lifestyle, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, maybe you're a consultant and you're gone for four or five days out of the week and then you're home for three days. Or maybe you're like a doctor or something that has like three days in a row of like overnight shifts or i I don't know but i think you need to find someone that like works with that schedule obviously there's like sacrifices you have to make in a relationship but um i i totally understand that like it can be hard to find those people and to like date with people of different like schedules and work and all that stuff but there's people out there that are like they're the right person to like fit with everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. you know
0: Oh, this is a good question that I have to ask you. Well,
1: let me, let me say this. I don't okay. think you should base who you date off of your, like, work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, the end of the world, you know.
0: I think it's really good to, to be dating somebody from a different industry, too, because you can learn so much more. And I feel like it kind of opens your eyes to maybe a different life versus dating somebody That does the exact same thing as you. It can be like competitive. You can talk about Mm -hmm. the same thing all the time and it can just be like a repetitive life. And I feel like having the differences can help balance a relationship if you can figure out how to find the balance. For sure. And people, I mean, we're still trying to find the balance too. And I wonder just when you actually do find it or if if you maybe never find it, you just like get acclimated to the imbalance. Mm -hmm. The older you get and the longer you've been together. So I asked... The next question, I kind of asked, what about work gets in the way of your relationship? And I gave four different things. So I put always stressed, which got 32% of the votes. Mm. Always tired, which got 47%. Competitive, which got 2%. Although I will say, competitive still has 385 votes. So I still think that's like a good amount of people. And then schedule conflicts is 18%. Mm. So I feel like talking about the first one, always stressed. That, yeah. this is something about you and I like I get very stressed about a lot of things in my life whether it's like mental stress of doing an event and then like being overwhelmed with people like social anxiety that type of stress or just being stressed with timelines and like not getting stuff done and then always wanting to talk about those things but then like when we are together I'm stressed about other things in my life in my job that mm-hmm. like we said before I'm just not present when I'm with you
1: I've to me like always stressed and always tired kind of Are very similar because I feel like, you know, you're more stressed when you're more tired, and like vice versa. So I feel like it's very, very similar to me. But yeah, I I think that's kind of like the toughest thing because it's like, okay, let's say you go to work for a nine to five, and maybe you know, I don't know, maybe you're one to like work out in the morning, so wake up early, go to work, and then you get home at five. You know, you're like making dinner, and you're probably stressed out and tired from the day. And then I think when you're just like venting to each other, it almost creates like a negative environment because you're just talking about like all the bad stuff that happened throughout the day. It's like, okay, how do you, you know, I guess, listen to each other and are there for each other, but also maybe change that narrative to where it's more positive and like uplifting and like you actually can have fun and do fun stuff and not just like dwell on all the terrible things that happen throughout the day are all the annoying things, right?
0: Yeah, I think that's really common is it's easy to fixate on the negative, annoying things that happen in your day. And especially like depending on what kind of job you work, I mean, your significant other is probably the person that you're the closest to. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to feel the most comfortable with them sharing your frustrations. But like you said, if you're constantly sharing your frustrations and you're constantly being annoyed by things and like talking about it, it can really just contribute to the overall attitude of the time that you're together and I'm very guilty of that Mm -hmm. I mean I don't have any coworkers, I don't have anyone to vent to other than myself and I feel as though Connor's really the only one the only person in my life other than like a couple other friends that know me very well that understand some of the stresses that come with it so it's just it's hard for me to not share those annoying things but also you have to have a balance of like Not that you should never talk about those things you should definitely like vent get it off your chest so that you can move forward but I think the key is like saying it and then moving forward and that's something that I just need to be better about because it's really easy to dwell on those things of your day that like just piss you off or just really annoy you and then your entire day is just kind of like you know shot Mm -hmm. because you're just not in a good mood and then my bad mood rubs off onto you and then I'm like what's wrong and you're like nothing's wrong and I'm like (laughs) No, you're in a bad mood. You're like, "No, it seems like you're in a bad mood." And then it's just, you know, a back and forth of
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of the same stuff. I think I think at work or not even work, but just like other random things that happen throughout the day, I, I probably hold on to those things throughout the day and then ultimately when I come home, I just kind of want to just lay on <laughs> the couch and like watch Love Island or something. But <laughs> Which which honestly, is great. I, I love Love Island. I I'm, think you do too. I'm so it's, really, it's a good thing to watch, but
0: I'm really excited to go home and watch it. To be I honest know. with I am, you,
1: I am too. You better get home <laughs> quick cause I'm turning that thing on right away. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, that's just like, honestly probably the toughest thing. it's like, okay, how do you come home with a more positive attitude or just more energy? I, to me, even when I, when I was working at Goldman out of college, and I, like, I was living alone and everything. I would come home and just, like, be so dead from the day. And I don't know what it is to, like, help fix that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that like, the the lack of an answer is my answer, kind of. It's just, like, it's so hard. But I think there's, when you're in a relationship in particular, you have to be understanding of, like, there's another person in your life that you also have to care for. And, like, um, well, not, not care for, but, like... No, you care your, for me.
0: Well, you <laughs> care
1: for me, too. I appreciate no, I that. But, you. like, your attitude and your energy and everything also probably affects that person. So I think if there's a way to flip that and come home with a smile on your face, <laughs> that helps things. But also, I think, in terms of just, like, bonding, when it comes to... Like, let's say, doing the dishes or cleaning the kitchen or taking the dog out. Oh, or whatever.
0: Are you for real talking about doing the dishes right now?
1: Uh, hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I think sometimes people view those as chores, but those are also like maybe good moments to have fun, or maybe it's like cooking dinner together or things like that. You know, I, I, th- <laughs> I think those are things that, like, especially when we're busy and tired and stressed out. As an individual, you're like, oh, I don't want to, like, fucking do this, right? Yeah. That crosses my head a lot when it comes to doing the dishes, but... Oh, yeah, I know. But then it's, like, okay, <laughs> what if we make fun of it and I, like, spray the water thing on you and, like, turn it into a fun thing? I don't know. I but, like, that... You'd probably be pissed at me. I but would then, be so then pissed. You would, then you would probably spray me back and it turn into a fun little thing. But I think I think that's kind of, like, the vibe. <laughs> I would... I. I you know, I might do that tonight. I don't know. But I was going
0: to say, I like that you're coming up with this idea. Yeah. We have (laughs) never done this before. Like this is his solution, but we've never once done this. I
1: I pointed it at you one time and I already (laughs) knew it would have been a bad decision if I did it. So, but I I think it's just like changing the idea in your mind that this is a chore. This is like something I don't want to do to like something fun that you can do together, like fun adult things. Maybe it's going grocery shopping or like, like all that stuff, you know, where it's like things that you have to do, but okay, how can I do this with my significant other and have fun and like make it into them. more of a, an activity versus a chore or like something I have to do. And same with like working out too.
0: I'm so glad you, you know? said that because one of the girls that responded said that one of the ways that they find time for each other is like doing the things that they need to do daily for themselves together mm-hmm. and working out is one of the things, because I mean, that could take like an hour out of your day, two hours out of your day. And if you can do that with your significant other, you can kind of make it like an activity that you bond over together. I mean, we've worked out so much recently. I mean, not in the past couple days, because like I said, I got a chemical peel, so I can't (laughs) be sweating, but I think it is a good way to kind of get in touch with your partner as well, like outside of work. And I think it's a good way to really let off some of that stress Mm -hmm. that you do have from your job, whether you're working out super early and you're just like, There's been so many days that you've come home and you're just so fired up because you worked out early and I can tell that working out just like really gets those stresses off so you can enjoy the day like a fresh start or at the end of the day maybe you're working out later at night and like you're so annoyed of certain things going on and you can let out that frustration that way as well Mm -hmm. and if you can do that with your partner you can kind of let that out on your own versus like talking and venting about it
1: for sure for sure. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've probably picked up on this now, but if I don't work out in the morning, my day is shot.
0: Day's ruined. For,
1: for the most part. Day is I, ruined. I don't know what it is, but it's just, like, the energy I get from just doing something active, like, very difficult in the morning. Like, being able to, like, conquer something first thing in the morning, it's, like, slightly difficult. To me, just flips on a switch in my head, and I'm, like, able to get anything done throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's like, okay, how how do we maybe do things like that together how do we bond over those things those things together and like you've been you've been like great with like hey like you know like I'll like come with you or like I'll invite you to work out or you'll invite me to like cycling he, although he's I have gone
0: one time I've gone
1: one time but one time but it's like I appreciate
0: just the effort just knowing that I am invite. inviting you
1: yeah, yeah yeah for sure
0: even if you're gonna decline it <laughs>
1: I'll, you know I'll come So I'm trying to get my Feedback Because it's it's interesting, just like the thought of being tired and stressed out, because I feel like over the probably the last like week and a half, two weeks, that's probably been something we've been going through. Like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I think I've slept 50 percent of this weekend, honestly, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, I, I, I feel like there's times in your life where you need to like reset and rest. And I, we both had like a very busy, productive week and. Probably both needed to kind of like chill for a bit.
0: And I think going along the lines of being tired from work all the time, like you can always do something calming and relaxing together too to Mm -hmm. kind of like reset. But I also want to say like when you are tired, sometimes it's better to just be alone than like be around your significant other. Because if you're just like super tired and out of it and maybe like your significant other wants to do something else, like, I think that vibe can bring it down. And then I think not having alone time to recharge yourself just kind of sets you back that much more. And a lot of mm-hmm. people said that in order to have, like, a good balance in their relationship, they need alone time. And I think that can be really hard if, like, maybe you live together or maybe you work together to find the time to be alone. And for, for sure. us, I think for you, working out is often a t- is often something that you do, like, alone in your day. Mm-hmm. And then you go to work and you're working with Mike and Kiara and you're like with people all day. So when you come home and I've been alone all day because I work alone. So for me, I just want to like talk and I just want to share things about my day. But maybe you don't want to because you've been talking all day. I don't know how that related to being tired. Actually, I have no idea. It had nothing to do with it. But one,
1: it's like two, two things that just popped into my head. I think one big thing is just communication and it's like okay maybe you did have a long day you're tired x y and z happen at work you're stressed out i think communicating that to your partner is a big thing because if you just come home with a bad attitude and you're frustrated and like you're still there but you're maybe like being dismissive to your partner or being like irritable then that creates like more tension and just like a negative situation versus if you even if you're on your way home and you send a text you're like hey just letting you know like I had a really long day blah 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 like kind of just want to like chill then it's like setting the expectation which is like totally different and then maybe that partner can even like help comfort you and like call Mm -hmm. me right
0: I think they can definitely help but it should never be your partner's job or responsibility to change your attitude True. Like, they can definitely help influence it. But I think Mm -hmm. for both of us, we've had days that we're just, like, so out of it. We don't want to be in a good mood. And then, like, maybe we expect each other to put us in a good mood. And that's also not, like, a good expectation to have of your partner because Mm -hmm. they probably have a lot of stuff going on with themselves, too. Like, they don't need to add your attitude and your mood to their plate of things to stress about. For sure. And so I think it's just something to be mindful of.
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then the other thing I know this podcast is all about having fun on weekdays and that's great. But I think especially if you have two people that are working nine to five jobs or have their own businesses, whatever it is, and like maybe during the week you are tired and um, sometimes maybe it is okay to like focus during the week and then really like make the most of your weekend time with each other because maybe you're more like rested have more energy can focus more on that other person and so I think when you do have those moments or that time and maybe that's a weekend maybe that's a different time but making it more intentional and you know maybe you are just resting and sleeping but like Mm -hmm. you can do it together whatever you know whatever it is or like go out on the boat together and just sleep for the full day I, I don't know just like do different stuff where you're together experiencing new things and can bond over those things away from work. And it's not necessarily that work is bad. Um, it is good to bond over that stuff. Worked for us. yeah. But I think sometimes it's good to put that aside and actually connect on like different levels and different areas of things in each other's lives. Because eventually one day.
0: You're going to retire. You're going to
1: retire. You won't be working. And then it's like, okay, if that's gone.
0: What do is you there, have? Exactly. That's a really good point. I like that. Because I think your job becomes so much of who you are and it affects so many of your relationships, whether like with your significant other, your coworkers, your friends. And then once you no longer have that job, it's like you kind of redefine who you are Mm -hmm. and it redefines your friendships and your relationships. And I found that for myself, especially when I was no longer working that job, it really like changed who I was as a person and what I like wanted in life. And I think it's just so important, like going back to fun on weekdays, to be doing things for yourself every single day aside from your job that have nothing to do with your job so that you have a good sense of like who you are or at least maybe like what you want in life or what your passions are, what your values are, maybe like your own goals. You have to know like what those are outside of your work so that one day, like if your job were to be taken away from you, you are still, you still have you like you're not completely stripped of who you are because Like, your job shouldn't define who you are. It should be, like, something that, you know, either you love it, you hate it, you're indifferent, whatever. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. But, like, it shouldn't be everything about you. Mm -hmm. And I think the way to make it not everything about you is to make the most of your days when you are working. Have fun on weekdays. True. Go back back to the
1: roots. And weekends, too.
0: And weekends, too. And it's funny that we talk about weekends because Connor and I were... We actually said to each other, we were gonna take the weekend to celebrate each other because he just moved into a new office. They just launched a new product. They just came out with PR boxes. They just hired Kiara and like, they've just had a lot going on and I've had a lot going on too. I just moved into this office, been like trying to figure this out. I had the anniversary. I've been doing the events. I just had merch. Like we both have so many things in our personal lives. And I think for me, I kind of expect, because I talk about my work so much, I kind of expect Connor to be the one to like celebrate that with me. But I forget also that like he has things that he wants to celebrate as well. And we just sometimes don't have the time or the same, you know, idea of what that means to each other to be able to do that. And so this weekend we're like, oh, let's spend some time together celebrating (laughs) each other. And what did we do? He literally came here and painted my wall. He put together a shelf for me and we went to Home Depot We like literally did everything for me for work and it was all work related, which was the exact opposite of what we said we were going to do. But sometimes it's just really hard not to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even when we were at breakfast this morning, we were sitting at picnic and I was just going off on a tangent about like an event that I'm planning. And I stopped myself at, at breakfast this morning. I was like, wait, I shouldn't be talking about work right now. Like we should just be hanging out. And I think it takes recognizing in yourself when you are, Like, just constantly talking about work to be able to turn it off.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. But I I will say, like, painting a wall and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I I do enjoy (laughs) those things. To me, I would rather paint a wall than go out on Rainy Street, honestly. (laughs) So So you had fun. Yeah, I I personally enjoyed that more than maybe, like, what the alternative would have been, honestly. And
0: it was a good way for us to bond, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, did like, I did like watching you paint. That oh, was, did you? I did.
1: Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I, I like yeah, that. But yeah, I mean, I, I think being able to like, and maybe people do like going out and like that's your way of bonding and having fun with your significant other. I'm sure plenty of people in their 20s, like that's a very common thing. It does kind of get back to the point I brought up at the beginning of like, if you're maybe not finding people that are conducive with like your life, look at where you're
0: where you're finding the finding people. them
1: yeah right so maybe going out isn't the best place that you're going to find people maybe it's like maybe you got some like escape room group <laughs> oh that my you got, god you know back to got it got to give it a plug you i know, was waiting
0: for the freaking escape room this is <laughs> this is the third time the escape rooms are being talked and it's about crazy on the because i
1: honestly haven't done one in like a month or so so I got to get my feet wet in that world again. probably a little rusty. Or maybe it's like doing yoga or something like that. You know, it's just like you got to kind of find your people. And then I think when you do find your people, you're going to find someone that's like conducive to your life a little bit too. Like if you love going to the 6 a.m. yoga class (laughs) and you, and you, you meet a guy or a girl there, then like that's something you guys can bond over. Like you've already bonded over something. If you meet someone at Buford's, Mm-hmm. Or it's a bar here in Austin. If you meet someone there, it's such a shot in the dark, and like what that potential relationship is going to look like.
0: What did you, you know? even talk about that night? Does do, does anyone remember? You just you get probably a won't number?
1: remember exactly. Probably. You maybe you might have woken up in their bed, but you don't remember the <laughs> night. So that that's 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 the thing. It's like that's kind of like the starting off on a good note with that, and I feel like you're you're like you're not really bonding. Over anything, I well, like you if are you are
0: bonding over alcohol and your hangover the next <laughs> day. But you know what? Hangovers <clears throat> are sometimes something good to bond over because the next day you guys can take water boy together. True,
1: you can, and then you can take water boy sport when you go to work out after.
0: Perfect. When
1: you're 6 a.m. yoga class. But yeah, I, I think it's like, okay, if you're doing an activity and that's how you like meet someone for us, it was like a business, not like us doing business together, but like we bonded over different like work in our own lives yeah right and now it plays a big
0: part in, our yeah
1: and like someone doing 6 a.m yoga class like they can bond over like the different yoga poses they do during it, the day or something like like it, shavasana whatever <laughs> but, but like going out it's <laughs> not to me it's like not really something you like bond over and i think that's why a lot of people don't necessarily end up to find that. someone when they're out find find someone like meaningful while they're out
0: okay That's really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. And it kind of reminds me of my friend Madison and Dan, she and her boyfriend, like they work out together every single day. Mm -hmm. They make videos working out together. It's like literally the way that they bond. And I think it's really fitting. Like, their relationship because it's a big part of who they are individually. So like, of course it makes sense that they do, they spend a lot of time working out together in person. Sorry, Madison. I, I, I don't know if you wanted me to share that, but it wasn't anything <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, so the next one that people talked about was competitiveness. And I feel like this really applies when it's like a lot of the responses that I got were she makes more money than he does. And he's insecure basically about his job in comparison to her makes her feel like a little, belittled, I guess. Mm. Um or maybe they work in a similar field and like it's just competitive with somebody getting promoted or talking about coworkers and you know their relationships and comparing like their work life to their significant other. But mainly, I got a lot of responses of people saying that work can be really difficult in the competitive aspect that one person is always more career driven than the other. It's been difficult to find somebody whose work ethic matches theirs. So in that sense, it is competitive. Hmm. What do you think about that?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, could, I can see how that's, that's the case. I, I think, well, I'm curious if those relationships ultimately work out, if they're not as, like, career-driven or on, like, the same level. Someone actually said this to me before, but they're, like, I think the most – successful relationships are when you're kind of on like the same level and you can kind of interpret that how you want but
0: definitely not height because you're six six (laughs) and i'm five three
1: (laughs) but i think to me it makes sense because it's like okay if there's two very like career driven people they're going to push each other and like make each other better in that sense right you know um I could also see it working out the opposite way because, like, maybe that career-driven person needs more balance in their life and, like, yeah, you know, all that stuff. But to, at least for me, I think having someone more career-driven is like very important because it also pushes me. And hey, <laughs> I, I think I think sometimes people can view that as competitiveness. I know I've talked to you about people in my life before where it's like they're equally as driven, if not way more driven, and then I view it as being competitive. And then when that happens to me, I kind of shut down. But I think it's like finding the right person that fits in there where you kind of have like a very similar work career drive and can both kind of like make stuff happen and make each other better.
0: I think it also just has a lot to do with your self-esteem. Like people Mm -hmm. that are insecure about their significant other being ahead of them in their career or being being jealous of like their work or something or just comparing themselves to everybody else – and their success, I feel like it's really truly just derived by like, maybe not feeling super confident in yourself. And so it's just a reflection of your own insecurity. And it probably has nothing to do with like the person itself, but yourself, but you. So like, if your boyfriend, if you're listening to this, and your boyfriend is making you feel like shit, it's probably because he he probably isn't very confident in himself. And he's finding somebody who is like, has better better qualities, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That has more strive than them. And it can be really, um, intimidating. I feel like is the best word. It's intimidating to meet somebody who has bigger goals than you, but it's only intimidating if you're the kind of person that views that as a threat versus viewing it as motivation.
1: True.
0: Do you agree? I feel like yeah. you don't.
1: No, I, I, I do. I do. I think that's like a pretty loaded topic, just because I think sometimes there's it, a lot more behind the scenes that goes into it than just, like, um, I think it it can be easy to, like, pinpoint certain problems or things and, like, oh, maybe he's insecure about how much money I make or I make more money than him, but I think for some people there may be, like, more, like, behind the scenes than that, you know?
0: Yeah, and Like, it, maybe
1: it, they don't feel valued in other areas of their life so they're like getting frustrated or, or whatever I, I mean I think anything in a relationship there's probably more like behind the scenes stuff than just like oh it's this this is the problem yeah but I, d- I do think that is like a, a problem for yeah. sure that a lot of people have
0: and I think your job can be a source of where you can find that insecurity and like competitiveness hmm So the last one.
1: Well, I think my last thing on that is is like, okay, when you look at a relationship, especially if like maybe you're married or um, going to be married, then engaged. (laughs) Engaged, yeah, whatever, been dating for a while. It's, 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 you're, you're a team, you know? So at least to me, I, I don't like, I know, I know like our relationship kind of started from bonding over work and business. And that brought us together, but, like, if you were, like, I don't don't know. I don't want to, like, shame any job, but if you were, like, spraying for cockroaches or something, like, that honestly wouldn't bother me. Mm -hmm. So, because at the end of the day, it's a team, like, you're a team together, right? Obviously, like, I love your business drive and, like, how driven you are with your career and everything, like, what you do, but.
0: You love me for me, not for what I do. Exactly. I think that's what you're trying to get at.
1: Yeah, you put you put it a lot more, more uh-huh. simply. I was trying to really, like, uh, make it sound cool, but... Um,
0: I get what, I'm picking down... I'm, oh, shit. What's that saying? I'm... Picking
1: up what I'm putting down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think at the end of the day, it's like you're a team. It shouldn't matter what someone is doing or how much they're making. Obviously, like, you want to, you know, make, like, a livable wage and, like, push each other to do that, but um I, th- I think it's like it's a team mm-hmm. you're in it together doesn't matter where the money is coming from who's making more as long as to me it's like a 50 50 split yeah where it's like okay you know maybe
0: maybe oh, one person is supplying like financially more but the other person right, is maybe like, supplying more like exactly security I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know
1: there's just there's there's different things you know (laughs) I I feel like it's not at the end of the day it's not all about money there's more things you can put into a relationship than just money I can put time I can put effort um love yeah exactly
0: thoughtfulness intention
1: for sure (laughs) I can plan like trips or adventures or whatever for us to do like things like that and it doesn't matter if it's the guy or the girl in the relationship doing this. Or
0: the girl or girl or the boy or boy. Let's exactly. say that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, either, either way, if it's the guy or the girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was totally lost what I was going to say. But it's like... It
0: doesn't matter who's It doing doesn't matter who's
1: making more money or whatever. It's like you're a team. And I think from the beginning of the relationship, that should kind of be the vibe versus like, oh, I like this person because they make like a million dollars a year. Or... Oh, I like this person cuz they have like a million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. It's like if that's the point of your relationship, to me there's always going to be an imbalance there. And let's say one day said person is make let's let's say let's say the person you likes makes a million dollars a year, that's why you like them. And then all of a sudden you work your ass off and start making 5 million dollars a year. Mm-hmm that person because the reason you liked them was because you're making so much money they were making so much money when you start making a lot of money i feel like there's going to be an imbalance in that yeah and so then I've, you
0: realize do you do you actually like them or do you like what they had to offer you right like monetarily or well yeah materially? and then now that
1: that person's making five million dollars a year you aren't dependent on them making money anymore you know so it doesn't right. matter but i i think it is important we're like those maybe vanity things aren't the base of your relationship from the very beginning. I think it's like, what do you connect on outside of those things? Definitely.
0: I also think too, I've seen a lot of posts in my Facebook group asking for advice um, and basically saying that their significant other is just like, they're lazy and they're Mm. not, they don't have any, want or need to work or like do anything really. And they want to encourage them, but I think the point of what we're trying to say is that you are not going to be the person that's going to encourage them to do that. And if you're really unhappy with that in a relationship, you're not going to be the person to change them. They need to make that change themselves. So, maybe they're just not the right person for you and maybe you find somebody who's better suited for you. Like Connor was saying that you just have more in line in like your career goals so that that's one less thing that you have to worry about arguing about constantly in your relationship and adding another stress to your life.
1: That, that's true. I will say that is another thing to me that's like a bit of a, a tricky subject because I do think it's like, okay, for it's sure. It's subjective
0: too because for, you could say he's lazy, but in his mind or she's lazy, whatever, in their mind, mm-hmm, they're not. It's just right. their definition of what is productive.
1: True very true. But also I, I get what you're saying with like, for sure, it's not anyone's responsibility to like make someone motivated or make them not lazy or whatever. But I think if you guys are in a relationship to a certain extent, you want to see that person succeed and you shouldn't, I don't think it should come at like the detriment to you. If it's like sucking energy out of you to try and make someone else motivated, then like for sure, that's just not the right situation. But I think if there's, like, little things that maybe you can do that help bring out someone's, like, a different side of someone or help motivate them or whatever it is, like, to me, I think, like, you should try and do those things versus just, like, getting annoyed and observing that person being, like, lazy, right? Yeah,
0: and I think, too, I mean, like, I already was pretty career and work-driven, but I think finding you also did encourage me as well and I would say like if you're we comparing the two I kind of viewed myself as lazy in comparison to you but I used you as like motivation you know so I guess it really is just dependent on the on the person but
1: I, I never thought you were lazy oh thank you but, but I think like a good example to me just for like people and this doesn't have to be like what it is in your life but like let's say I don't know someone someone is like quote-unquote lazy like maybe the other person loves working out like it could be as simple as being like hey like come work out with me today or like hey let's go on a walk or something like that i think it's like doing little things where it kind of helps kick start that person and it's not taking away from stuff that you're already doing you're just doing it with them and being able to bond over it um i think those things like people should try and do those things before just like totally writing someone off
0: okay Good advice. I like that. You guys heard it here first. (laughs) Okay. The last thing that people said, and let me pull up the the votes again. So 18% of people said that their job affects their relationship because of the schedule conflicts. And so, I mean, it's different for us. I don't think we can really like relate to this in the same way that people who work overnight shifts, or they have a nursing job and they're working like 12 hour days. I mean, there's only so many things that you can relate to if you're not in the field. Um, but I can say, like, when I was working my 9-to-5 and you were doing your full-time thing, it definitely was difficult For sure. to have a balance of schedules. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: I, I f- It's interesting now because I do feel like it's kind of flipped a little bit to where I probably have a bit more of a structured day, or at least I'm trying <laughs> to make it more of a structured day. And I feel like you got not that you have like,
0: (laughs) I have no structure, No, but
1: you have like a lot of different things going on. And like that kind of pulls you in different directions throughout the day. And maybe one day you have to wake up super early. Um, and like the next, you can kind of like sleep in a little bit or you have to stay late at your office or go tour a venue, like things like that versus like, I'm pretty much like set in our office now. So, um, it's, it's interesting how that's kind of flipped, but, I think we've been able to like make that stuff work just whether it's like you have an event in whatever city like to me that's a way that I'm able to kind of like bond with you by like going to those events sometimes versus just like letting you go alone and be like hey yeah do your thing like I'll be here versus like oh yeah like I'll, I'll come with you like to me it's not even like a question Aww. I feel like it's like oh yeah like for sure i'm going like we're a That's team so you know
0: connor's never missed an event
1: <clears throat> i haven't
0: but i will say he's never missed an event because we have the privilege of being able to create our own schedules mm-hmm. and for a lot of people you don't have that opportunity a lot of people like someone's traveling and your significant other wants you to go and you just you can't like i have my girlfriends from high school coming to visit next weekend and this is the first time that we've all been able to hang out together because no one's schedules align and like the older you get, I feel like you realize that the time that you do have with the people in your life that you care about is less and less common. Mm-hmm. And so we're very lucky that we have kind of similar schedules and the, what's the word? The ability.
1: The flexibility. The yeah, flexibility
0: to move them around. But people <clears throat> who have like very set strict hours, you know, how do you find the time for each other?
1: For sure. And, and I would say... My schedule has probably gotten more strict over the last like month now that I do have like a place of work and employees, I have, like, employees and <laughs> like you kind of have to set an example a little bit, which I'm still like trying to get better at that. But, um, I think things that I appreciate that you do maybe during the day to like bond with me is like when you just randomly like pop up at the office and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, hey, like what's <laughs> going on? You know, like to me, <clears throat> since you do have a bit more of a flexible schedule and are able to like go out of your way to come say, hi, like I do appreciate those things. So i I think there's like different ways you can do it. And obviously it's tough cause you know, maybe there's two people that have very strict schedules and you can't do that stuff or, or whatever. But I think like making time during the day to let your partner feel as though you like value them and appreciate them is very important. And so that could even be as simple as like sending a text middle of the day be like hey just thinking of like how's your day going i'm just thinking about you like something like that you know i i truly think anyone in a relationship would appreciate that versus like just spew like in the middle of the day spewing whatever problems and frustrations you (laughs) have like don't keep maybe i know sometimes like that you view your partner as someone to like vent to on those things i know we talked about this earlier but
0: your partner isn't your therapist
1: exactly just like that's kind of a personal problem, you know, <laughs> work that out yourself. Maybe you can talk about it later when you get home, but like, don't bring your work stress to that other person's life in the middle of the day when they're at work. Right. Just be like, Hey, thinking about you, what's going on at work? How are you doing? Like some stuff like that. Or maybe you can send a little like sexy message. I don't know. <laughs> it. I think it could be like different things where you can show someone that... What?
0: Hold on, before we get any further, what is a sexy message to you? I would really like you to clarify what <laughs> you not, define as a say- sexy message. No,
1: I'm not, I'm not saying that on uh, audio or visual, whatever, <laughs> whatever this is. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it doesn't even have to be like in-person stuff. Obviously, there's some, like if you're a consultant, you're traveling, or if you're uh, a nurse or a doctor, like you're working late sometimes, like you're not always around, but if you can at some point, in the day find a time to be intentional and like let that other person feel valued i think that goes s- such a long way and then when you do go home that other person is probably like excited to see you versus if you've been venting to them all day they're like oh shit I yeah. just gotta like listen to this all day I, obviously it's not like that but like if that happens on a continual basis I think it doesn't set a good precedent for like being excited to come home because then it's almost just like you're coming home to like a slightly negative toxic environment where you're just going to hear about problems all night.
0: It's funny you say that because I'm thinking to myself and all day every day when we are apart I'm thinking about how I text you and I usually only text you when I have like a minor inconvenience. For example (laughs) today we went and we did our own thing like all day today and I only texted him when I told him I was complaining because I went to go pick up curtains that I bought online. And then when I got there, they only had two in stock, but I thought that they were all in stock. And so I texted him like complaining about it. And I'm just now, I think when you hear your partner verbalize things that they want, you just really reflect on the things that you have maybe done that kind of contribute to that. And I'm not saying that like I'm doing everything to please Connor. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of things that like you would do that annoy me, but I think you really don't know mm-hmm. what bothers them until you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just don't have the schedule to be able to talk about it.
1: True. Well, let, let me say this I'm not using this as a, a platform to talk about all the things that annoy me about you. Uh oh. So, I, I, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just saying I don't, I don't want you to take everything I've said as like, oh, that's something I'm doing. Oh, tonight. no, I don't. I, I, I wasn't. I was just saying, I think, like, to me, coming home to like a fun environment to where it it just it feels like a positive calm place to be is very important in any relationship and so I think if there's ways to like create that versus turn it into a place where it's like negative and I think a lot of people probably struggle with that because uh, I mean when I worked a nine-to-five job like there I hated it if I had a girlfriend at the time it would have been probably a pretty negative place. I'm not going to lie because I probably would have just brought all my frustrations home because I like was miserable about what I was doing. And at the end of the day, like that was a personal problem that I need to figure out myself. Mm-hmm. But if I was dating someone at the time, like they probably would have been involved in it and probably would have like not had the best opinion of me <laughs> from it. They were probably like, "Oh, Connor's like so. I don't know." I don't know. Well, what, do, you know what, like, do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but I think that's another really good point too is a lot of people that work in an office or work somewhere where they can separate their work from life, you have the opportunity to physically remove yourself from work, to like physically shut off your computer and like have the separation. There's a lot of people that live together and both work from home or maybe one or the other works from home and it's really hard to understand the balance of work and life. And so- there was a time that Connor and I were both working from home because we, neither of us had an office yet. It was like a weird in-between point. And I think it can be really difficult when like you're both trying to do stuff in the same space. And also then like when you're working from home, when do you know how to turn it off and then be on like Mm -hmm. with your social life? Do you know what I mean?
1: For sure. I mean, that's, I, I feel like I have a different opinion than probably a lot of people. I know everyone's, like, on the work-from-home train.
0: Oh, let's hear it. What's your opinion? I,
1: to me, I feel like I we both did that, and now we both have offices. Yeah, I hate working so from home. I hate it. I feel like there's. it's nice to separate your home from your work life. And I, I don't know. I feel like, um, especially, like, at the stage Waterboy is at right now, mm-hmm. I it's tough building a good, like, company um what am I trying to say culture and atmosphere when everyone's like working from home like for sure there's days where you have stuff you need to do at home or like whatever that's fine but I feel like when everyone's around and especially since we do a lot of stuff on social media it's like we kind of need to be in the same place and I know there's jobs out there where maybe that's not the case and like you can work remotely and do your thing and I feel like if I was working at like a big corporation I Mm -hmm. would probably want to work from home or at least have, like, a hybrid approach. Yeah. But I think even if there's a way just to, like, have your own office, maybe that's, like, going and getting, like, a WeWork office or something. Like, I think it's just nice to have a place to go that's not your home. Or maybe Mm -hmm. you just buy, like, a shed from Home Depot and put it in your backyard and (laughs) turn it into an office. You know what I mean, though? It's, like, to me, it's nice to have a dedicated space where I can go to and turn on work. And then when I'm home, maybe I am still kind of thinking about work, but not as, like, much, right? Or I can at least kind of, like, put it aside. It's not, yeah. like, in front of me.
0: For the people that don't have the ability to, like, go to a different physical location when they're working and they are working in the place that they live, I did ask um, people on my story what their mm. advice for making, like, a work-from-home relationship work And a lot of people said that they have to be in different rooms. Mm -hmm. Like they have to be completely away. And one girl said that she has a light that she turns on and off, (laughs) which lets him know that she's either on a call or off of a call. So he knows when he can and can't like come say something to her or like when he can and can't text her. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I think that's like a good, a good idea. You know, I just turned the fun on weekday sign on and off. Yeah. We're working.
1: working, Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're working right now. Okay.
1: But, I, I could see the work from home situation being frustrating because
0: i mean we know it's frustrating we both did it well, but,
1: but let's say let's say okay but that's when two people are working but what if you have one partner who's working and one who's not right yeah then one, like the working partner could be like oh you're so lazy and you know I, I could see issues happening there which is why i i know maybe for some people it's tough to like get a different space to go work out of but I don't know, maybe it's like working at a coffee shop or something like that. I think it is nice to have a space that you can go to to dedicate time to, like, work. Mm -hmm. And I I know people love the flexibility of, like, working from home. Um, And maybe that's because you like, like, wearing whatever you want or... Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Or, like, kind of being on your own schedule, which is totally understandable. But I think you can still do that in, like, a different space.
0: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I liked this one. This was a this was a good response. So a lot of people said that they, within their place, because I just want to say, like, some people don't have the money to get another place For to sure. work. If you are, like, working in the same space, some people, um, they make different dedicated areas. So, like, the kitchen is a place that's just, like, a social place. The living room is a social place. Mm-hmm. The bedrooms are, like, a workplace. And then... Oh, wait, I liked this one. Somebody said, we have sex during lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work from home, but I am at my boyfriend's a lot during his lunch or his free time. And whenever he's not working while he's at home, <laughs> we hook up. <laughs> hmm. And I like that because I feel like it differently from when you're separated during the day, like you both work at offices and you're saying, oh, text each other sweet things during the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, why don't you just make, the, you know, you got like five minutes, you got 10 minutes. Find like times within the day while you are working from home, you can hang out for a minute or like true. go on a walk together during your lunch. Right,
1: re-energize you for the yeah, half or of the day. suck
0: all the energy out. I mean, depends on what depends on how you spend the ten minutes. That's, that's but. true.
1: That is very true.
0: <laughs> and then uh, somebody else said, treat your spouse or not your spouse, but your significant other, if you're working from home, kind of treat them as like your coworker, where you go on like little water breaks to go check on them, like at their office. And I like the idea of that because I feel like when you're working from home, oh gosh, it's just.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I feel like I've said it's tough a lot during this thing, but I think everyone has their own like different work style. You know, like for me. True. I like I've, to be
0: around people. I think it makes me work harder yeah. when I'm being social. So for me, I would love if you came in my room and talked to me.
1: It, I think it, to me, it depends on like the type of work I'm doing. I think if it's more like creative Work type stuff, then it's it's like more fun to talk to people and be around people. But I think a lot of times, stuff that I do, I just want to be like not socialized with anybody, you know. And I think if I was interrupted, sometimes it can come across as me being annoyed, which is probably how I would feel. (laughs) So, but I'm not saying that's happened between the two of us before. But yeah, I don't know. The work from home thing is very interesting, I guess. I never really thought about that, but um, I think. I I think first I would it'd be like for anyone doing that it's probably nice to just like see if you can kind of find a separate space and like whether that's in your apartment in a common area you can go to or whatever like that's an option um but I I think being like conscious conscious of people's time and like that they need to focus on work and stuff is important so like having different rooms for that stuff is probably helpful and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, then like finding little times throughout the day or uh, at night to like connect outside of work. After. Definitely. Yeah. Or even if you are both working from home, maybe still send the sexy message, right? Like you can, you, <laughs> you can, pretend, you can their, pretend you're can pretend you in like call. separate places, even though you're yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like that, that is kind of like, I do really thought about that. You could still pretend you're like at different offices and like maybe text. Okay, you know, I feel like it kind of adds like a fun little like interesting layer to it. Like, hey, how's your day going? Twenty feet away from me. Well, right?
0: I'll I'll wait for my text tomorrow then. I'll wait for my text from you tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'll wait too. It's a standoff.
0: <laughs> okay. We yeah, but then we're both gonna stand <laughs> off, and neither of us is gonna send it because we're we'll be waiting for each other. <laughs> but overall, okay. This this conversation has been gone on super long, but I mean. I think we could just talk about it for hours and hours because Mm -hmm. we're just people that we love work. We love talking about work. We love doing everything work-related together alone. And we both value our careers and trying to pursue, you know, success and like doing our own ventures and stuff. For sure. But we both also acknowledge that we still don't have maybe like the best balance between work Mm -hmm. and relationship. And most people really don't. And so I think to kind of recap the episode, um, people's work gets in the way of their relationships, whether that is being tired or stressed, competitive, or just having conflicting schedules. But overall, Connor thinks that you should find people that align with your kind of, go ahead. well, you take, you take the words.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, you just got to find people that match your energy and like,
0: there you go. That's that's a good way that, to put that it.
1: Share interests. I also do think sometimes you have to make sacrifices as like an individual. I'm gonna be honest, I came over here, was pretty tired,
0: had Aww. been sleeping
1: a lot this weekend. What did I do? I downed two shots of espresso and <laughs> just dialed it in, made it happen. But I yeah, I that think that's thoughtful. thank mm, you. Yeah, well now I feel good. I'm he ready to go make now.
0: A, he did make a sacrifice to do that. But
1: well, honestly I don't really view it as a sacrifice. I feel great. Um you know, probably be up all night. Um, Perfect. but, uh, yeah, I just think you need to find people that match your energy that have similar, like passions and, and you don't have to have the same job or anything, but, um, you need to like make each other better at the end of the day. It needs to be a net positive versus like sucking energy out of each other. And if you're both coming home and coming from home, coming home from work, And being stressed out and tired and just, like, sucking energy out of each other. I think you need to have an honest conversation of, like, hey, how can we maybe make this time more intentional and maybe improve the energy, make it more positive in here. Maybe that's sending a text during the day or maybe that's, like, just coming home and, like, maybe you put a sign. Maybe you put a live, laugh, love sign in the door and it's, like, hey, when you walk through this door, put a smile on your face. Something like that, you know. That I might make those signs and those little decals for people. Okay. But I think doing stuff like that where you can just change the energy uh, is super important. And so I'd encourage people to do that and just try and create more of a positive environment with your significant other and where you live. And when you are away from work, um, even if that's something that you've bonded over in the past, maybe try and bond over something different. And that can come from...
0: Having fun on weekdays.
1: Exactly. And weekends.
0: And weekends. like
1: traveling, doing escape rooms, yoga, like whatever. (laughs) Like it it, it can come from doing anything like that or even just like. Chores. Making a puzzle, doing chores. I I think just sometimes it's nice to like come home from work and create like a work-free environment. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to try and do that. And maybe with that person you're with, like that's not the right person and like doing those things doesn't work. But Um, I think you need to find a person that fits to where you can do those things and have fun and be positive because then you're going to wake up the next day and you'll feel refreshed and ready to go and excited versus like, if you just come home and spew negative stuff, that's, you're going to wake up negative too. True. So
0: overall, you can focus on your career. You can be very work driven, have a great work ethic, and you can still make a relationship work. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you feel like this relationship is like pulling away and you don't want to give it the time or prioritize it in a certain way, maybe that's just not the person for you because I truly don't believe in the saying. And I'm curious your take like right person, wrong time, because I don't think that there's ever really a right time to meet someone. And I think a lot of times people say it's like their job or they're, you know, they're really caught up with like work and stuff. But I think that if it's the right person, like you said, you make some sacrifices sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, maybe that's your, maybe that's saying to yourself that, like, maybe that's just not the right person for you.
1: For sure. Yeah, I just don't really, don't really believe that So You don't believe it either? No, I don't. I think you just kind of make it, you just, I don't know, you just make it work.
0: You make it work. If it's yeah. the right person, you make it work regardless. Mm-hmm. You made exactly. it work. I, I made did. it work. I did. Right people. Yep. Wrong time or right time. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of us talking about work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like I uh, kind of talked about a lot of different stuff during this. I don't really remember everything. <laughs>
0: well, that's okay. I'm sure there's been some good takeaways from this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you want to wrap it up? Oh, I forgot to ask you. What is your fun on weekday thing to do this week with your significant other mm. and maybe centered around like not working?
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. Maybe I'll toss out a couple things. One, <laughs> maybe during the day, just send an intentional message to that person.
0: Okay, nude or no? <laughs> it doesn't not a nude. a nude. Nude. Connor's I'm, not with the nudes. No, He's not, not rocking with I'm, the nudes. I'm
1: not a believer in nude photos. Don't ever send one of those to anyone. I just don't believe in it. I don't plan to. I do like. I don't know. <laughs> well we just watched this documentary on netflix about the guy who's like making um it had a website and he exposed all those photos True, yeah so true. i feel like for anyone doing it it's a cautionary tale but i would yeah just like do something that makes your partner feel as though you like are thinking about them and value them and just be intentional towards them so send a text message other thing okay um i whether it's before work or after work i always think it's fun to just like get out in nature and do something different um so i would encourage people just like go on a walk with your partner whether it's you guys wake up a bit earlier before work go on a 30 minute walk to get coffee or whatever or after work when you're both home go on a little walk i i think that's like a fun thing sometimes to you're like both being active and getting outside. It's always nice to get outside. You're just doing something different.
0: Okay. Well, I know what we're doing tomorrow. We're going on a 30-minute walk, you guys. Oh, yeah. That's our final weekdays. And then I'm going to send him a saucy little text during the what? day. <laughs> okay. I hope You, you guys. set
1: that expectation. All right.
0: All right. I don't know. It might not be very saucy. I'm not very oh, good. I'm not good okay. at that. It makes
1: me uh, uncomfortable. Right. Okay.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, I will talk to you next Tuesday.